Hello friends and what is up? I am Daryl Smart and welcome to episode number three of Smart Sports Podcast. I hope you all had a great Canada Day long weekend and to my American friends and family, happy 4th of July to you. I know I'll be paying close attention to my favorite event of the summer, the Nathan's Famous Hot Dog Eating Contest. Let's not get me started because I'm still on Team Kobayashi. Since summer is in full swing, I thought it would be very appropriate to hit the beach in this episode. I have Josh Reed on the line. He is currently enjoying some vacation time before the North Shore Challenge for Camp Trillium takes place on Sunday, July 21st in Turkey Point. Josh is one of the organizers of this event that has grown over the last four years. And to celebrate its fifth anniversary, which is also a fundraiser for Camp Trillium and has raised over $51,000 the charity so far it is going to be a canadian championship that's right folks this year's event is also the global swim series open water canadian championship so thanks for doing this i really appreciate it sorry to be uh, bugging you on your uh holiday no problem no problem i appreciate the uh the smart bump that we'll get from this and <laughs> uh and it's always nice to talk with you oh absolutely first of all just uh how did this north shore challenge all kind of come about sure so in uh 2014 uh annalise carr uh and i were training for her crossing her lake erie crossing uh and i was one of her pace swimmers for that and when we were out with um with our kayak team uh training in lake erie and we were talking about some of the races that we had planned to do as part of her training um we remarked that there were no open water swim races in Lake Erie, which seemed odd because there were a number of them in Lake Ontario. And Lake Erie is considerably warmer yeah. <laughs> than Lake Ontario most of the time. Um, and so we kind of decided as we were floating around that we would try and put a race together. And uh, we did so. So 2015 was our first year. Um, we chose, because we were swimming from uh, a lot of our training from Normandale, yeah. Um, at Turkey Point, we decided that that would be a great location to finish, Turkey Point Beach. And so for the first couple of years, we used other beaches, Normandale being one of them and Port Ryersea being another, as the starting points for our races and swimming from those to Turkey Point. And then uh, for the last two years, we've been kind of centralized at Turkey Point swimming loops. And yeah, so we have a one kilometer, a 3.8 kilometer and a 10 kilometer swim. Last year, we added a Mighty Minnows category for, for uh, kids that want to try out open water swimming. So 12 and unders can swim a short, shallow swim, uh, and parents are welcome to swim along with them. And this year, the, the new added uh, item to our list, which we're very proud of, is that we were named the Global Swim Series Canadian Championships. Wow. Uh, so we have swimmers from, yeah, so we have swimmers from all over Canada and parts of the United States who are coming in for the event and the the winners of each of our distances will be named the Canadian champions for the Global Swim Series, which is, uh, I guess I should give some background on that too. So the Global Swim Series is a, a series of independent open water swims uh, all around the world. They have over 100, I think they're up to 180 now, or 175 swims um, on, uh, oh, I might get this wrong, but I believe it's five of the seven continents. Wow. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, so it's a, it's kind of a big deal. A lot of the other regional championships are in very large hubs. So for Norfolk County to to have scored this speaks a lot about uh, the quality of swimming in our area and mm-hmm. also the uh, the quality of our event, which we're quite proud of. How blown away were you 
when or how did that come about? Was it something that they <laughs> had approached you about? So um, we we've been working closely with the organizers of the Global Swim Series, ballooned into a global series, um, and we were one of the original Canadian swims for the series. It's, it's quite young; it's it's as old as the swim is. So five years. Uh, five years old is the Global Swim Series, and then they had one season as the Canadian Open Water Swim Series the year prior. Um, and so we know the organizers of the series quite well. Last year was the first year that they held a Canadian Championships, and it was held in Toronto in conjunction with the Toronto Triathlon Festival. And uh, I think partly we we were, I, I mean, partly we were given the the honor because of the quality of our swim and, and how many swimmers we've attracted, and mm-hmm. uh, the the I believe the top-notch uh, swimming experience we give people but also i think part of it had to do with uh, blissful ignorance i didn't know whether they were going to be having it every year in toronto or whether it was <laughs> something that kind of would move around to the different swims i knew there were a couple of really big events uh, toronto island lake swim is always a huge one in toronto yeah. um, there's a, a really big event in ottawa uh, that's the weekend before ours called Bring on the Bay. I just wanted to beat them to the punch, so I emailed the guy and I said, uh, is the series moving the championships around? And if so, we'd love to host. And uh, <laughs> after thinking about it and talking about it, they came back to us and said, absolutely, we'd love to have you host. So That's got to be a big know. honor. In all honesty, you could pick anywhere. And to have that happen in right here in Norfolk, it's got to be a big deal for you guys. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm just trying to quickly think through where some of the events are um, that are Ontario events or Canadian events uh, as part of the series. And I think we might be, I don't know what the population of Caledon is, but other than Caledon, we might be the smallest uh, population-based area for uh, a water swim that's part of the series. But we've always consistently drawn large numbers of great quality swimmers and uh, and another nice thing about our event is that it's every year it's something different we've had mm-hmm. day after sideways rain thunderstorm <laughs> we've had uh, beautiful last year was so nice oh it was beautiful last year oh, it was like it glass was, that's right you paddled for us yeah um yeah it was it was so clear you could see all the way down to the bottom it was like being in a tropical area um and the swimmers loved it and so i think that's one of the big draws too is that that they know it's going to be a challenge mm-hmm. um, but they also know that it's going to be a great swim for people who are looking for a, a top-notch international level swim and talking about just the, the swimming and the, the level of swimming in our area it's obvious the hammerheads have been a a, a mainstay for for quite some time in the area and yep. you guys have really built a phenomenal program but uh maybe some of the listeners and a lot of the people out there really don't know <laughs> what open water swimming is about uh, i think annalise might have been the one that kind of opened people's eyes to it in a marathon sense but not in not necessarily in a competitive sense you might as well explain what is open water swimming and maybe what the allure is i know for for me just kind of thinking this is almost like the swimming version of marathon running it, it, it absolutely is um yeah so it's uh, it's definitely a growing sport um i read an article fairly recently that said it's it's the second fastest growing sport in the world and i don't remember what the fastest one is <laughs> um, it's uh it's uh the idea behind it basically is um you can swim a lot longer uh yeah. if you're in an outside body of water than you can in a pool um and so 
and you can do it wherever, and it's inexpensive, right? Similar to soccer, as long as you've got uh, a minimal amount of equipment, um, you can anybody can go out and do you it. You got so a big body really of water, basically. Equalizer. You just need to be near an open body of water and have. Uh, well, you don't even need a bathing suit. Some places, <laughs> I guess. Um, hey, there's going to be a category for that one. <laughs> well, actually, our, our non-wetsuit category is called naked, but I'm sure somewhere in the world it's literally naked. Um, Take yeah, it to the so extreme. Can jump in anywhere, really. Um, we, you know, in the spring in Norfolk, we train in the conservation areas because um, they warm up quicker than Lake Erie. Uh, we're so blessed to have Lake Erie, which is a fantastic, great lake to swim in. Um, you can swim in smaller lakes. Uh, I'm competing in a river swim. Uh, I say competing; that one's not a race, actually. But swimming in a, a river swim up north this summer. Yeah, quarries, basically anywhere where there's water, you can jump in. In the UK, which is probably the biggest hotbed for open water swimming, they have a whole category of wild swimming, where basically you see a pond, uh, you see you see water anywhere that isn't a puddle, um, and you hop in and swim. Very much like mountain biking, um, almost. Absolutely, right? You just look for the, or, or um, snowboarding, like backcountry yeah. snowboarding out, out west, same kind of idea. And so it's just ballooned from there. Um, there are definitely professional competitions. Uh, FINA has a tour that, that travels around. And, and um, as Canadians, we have some of the best uh, open water swimmers uh, in the world. We were fortunate to have Sophie Ballas uh, come out to our event two years ago. She was an Olympian for Canada. Currently on the world stage, Richard, Richard Weidenberger and Javier Deharnay two men that compete and, and are kind of tops in the world uh, in open water swimming. And there's always new generation coming through. We have a, quite a few swimmers who've been competing at the North Shore Challenge and, and in this area who will be, well, um, one in particular, Amy Mahard, um, out of Cambridge, who has competed in the U.S. Um, as a junior open water swimmer and has, has done quite well for herself. So it's a, it's a growing sport, and it's one that anyone can do. You know, we have swimmers who uh, just kind of are, are doing it for fitness and come out and uh, compete to be able to say that they did a certain distance. We, we've had anywhere from eight-year-olds up to, uh, I, I was at an event not too long ago where 86-year-old George Milne, uh, who has been open water swimming for, for most of his life, is competing. And, uh, well, last year there was so, yeah, an older yeah, gentleman as well, wasn't there? Sorry to cut you off. Uh, there was an older gentleman last year that swam, I believe, wasn't there? We have a 10-kilometer swimmer named Rob, uh, who hates when I bring it up, <laughs> that he is one of the elder statesmen of the sport, because he certainly doesn't act or feel his age. But I've swum with Rob, uh, Rob Lyons is his name, and he's out of Toronto. He's, uh, let's say, more than 60 and more than 70. <laughs> um, and, and Rob has swum last summer he swam with me from New Brunswick to Prince Edward Island uh, he's done the 10 kilometer event at North Shore Challenge this year will be his third year I believe that's awesome uh, completing the 10k and he's he's a long distance specialist he if it's if it doesn't have two digits in the number he's not swimming it <laughs> um, so yeah if anybody anybody can do it and that's part of the appeal I think um, and it's just a matter of opportunity, right? The more events that have, have sprung up, the more people are realizing it's something that they'd like to try. And uh, I've been fortunate enough to, uh, to start up 
um, a series in southwestern Ontario of smaller, more entry-level swims, mm -hmm. uh, where we've seen a lot of these new swimmers who are trying it out for the first time, young swimmers who are swimming in the Mighty Minnows categories. My own son started out last year swimming Mighty Minnows uh, in the spring, and he's already this summer completed two one-kilometer races and shaves huge amounts of time off every time. So, yeah, it's, uh, it's definitely growing. That's pretty cool. Where do you see the sport going? Or where do you see this event going? Because obviously we're, you're at a spot where you've obviously created a lot of buzz within the open water swimming community. Uh, where do you kind of see the event going at least? Yeah, I, um, I, would, I would love to see the North Shore Challenge be a springboard for, um, for a lot of new swimmers coming into the sport. Um, I think the exposure that we've gotten um, in a small area opens it up to people outside of the Toronto area. When I first started uh, open water swimming, most swimmers were from the GTA, or at least most of the ones that I saw at events. Um, and now that's starting to change. Uh, we're seeing huge support from uh, from the Hammerheads, but also from the Wilmot Aces, who uh, have grown a, a huge um, pool swimming program. I wonder where they get that uh, swim program from. Uh, perhaps their recommendational complex. Yes, I think, <laughs> sorry, uh, I, think I had to say it. When they when they built the Wilmot recreational complex, <laughs> they actually now are using three different pools. That's insane. Um, so there's there's your field of dreams moment, right? If you build it, <laughs> people will come. Um, but the Wilmot Aces have been a huge support, along with the Hammerheads and uh, a couple of other clubs in the area, where we see pool swimmers transitioning to open water in the summer um, and swimming all year round. Mm -hmm. uh, so I definitely see North Shore growing. I'd love to see us get annually, um, you know, 250 swimmers out, which would put us kind of in the upper echelon of, of open water swimming. I mean, I could pie in the sky. And I, I've heard of, I've not been to any yet, but I've, I've seen uh, events in places like Hawaii mm -hmm. uh, where they have a thousand swimmers plus swim at them. Um, bring on the bay in Ottawa, which is blessed with having a large population base. Mm -hmm. um, they routinely get 700 or 800 swimmers out to their event, and I would love to see us grow to that size. That'd be but insane. I'd be overjoyed if we were at 250 every year, mm -hmm. um, and use that event, North Shore Challenge, as the base for a lot of the other swims that are popping up in southwestern Ontario, especially in the rural areas. Nice. And uh, one final thing, just uh, we were talking about before. Uh, just what it takes to put on an event like this. And I, I know you guys are looking for some more support paddlers. I, I know it was funny today. Uh, my paddleboard friends are all messaging, and uh, I know I'm going to be there, and I think Julie Postel might. Uh, and there's a, there's a few others that are going to be opening up their schedule, but uh, you are in desperate need of paddlers for support. Yeah, so um, definitely... Uh as much as it's a sport that anyone can get into and hop into water wherever, when you're organizing events, it does require a little bit more, in terms of safety, um, a, a lot more volunteers. And so um, we are always looking for people who maybe aren't ready to hop in and swim themselves, but are interested in sport and want to check it out. Yeah, paddlers are, are a must for the longer distances. So that's kind of where we started with our volunteers. We needed to have enough kayakers or stand-up paddle boarders for every swimmer who's competing in our 10-kilometer race. Um, but then we also require more paddlers to observe the shorter distances, 
Um, we're looking for people with larger pleasure craft boats uh, to provide a safety line, because as you know, Turkey Point in July is a popular place for, busy place. for everyone, <laughs> especially um, on a Sunday. Boaters. Yeah, especially on a Sunday, um, and uh, and then also people on the ground. We have uh, people who will be helping with registration, signing people in, um, running our barbecue. We, we appreciate very much the help that we have from uh, from. Waterford Lions for our barbecue, but they're always looking for extra hands in terms of clearing tables, handing out our medals on the beach. Uh, so yeah, so any type of volunteer, but yes, definitely we are always looking for paddlers. So if somebody is a kayaker or uh, or a stand-up paddleboarder, um, they can contact you. They can contact <laughs> me. Um, <laughs> they can go on our website, NorthShoreChallenge.ca, and sign up there. Um, uh, yeah, we, we would love to see all of Norfolk come out for this. I know it's a very busy weekend in Norfolk, as most are in the summer, um, but we don't often see in our area Canadian championships, so it would be great to see the whole community get behind this. That's awesome. Well, thanks a lot, Josh. I really appreciate that. Uh, thanks for no, taking thanks. the time out of your holiday. <laughs> oh, gladly. No problem. Sounds good. All right. Well, thanks a lot. Thank you very much, Josh. Shoutouts. This week in shoutouts, I thought it would be great to spread some love to as many sporting events going on as possible around the area. On July 13th, the top motocross riders from around the country and North America will descend upon Gopher Dunes for the Rockstar Energy Triple Crown MX Tour. This is a fun event with tons going on, and it's always great to see some familiar faces like Waterford's Hayden Halstead. July 21st is a super busy day in Norfolk sports. We already know about the North Coast Challenge in Turkey Point. Also on that day, La Tour de Norfolk brings cyclists from all over the country to Delhi and surrounding area. For more information on that event, go to latourdenorfolk.com. Last, but certainly not least, the Norfolk Ram Rodeo at Timmermans Ranch takes place on July 20th and 21st. I've covered this event before, and it is so much fun. For more information, go to norfolkramrodeo.ca. Well, friends, it looks like our time is up for this week. Once again, I can't thank you all enough for taking the time out of your day to listen to these podcasts. It really is appreciated. Also, make sure you check out the Facebook page. And as you can see, there is some bonus coverage in the form of the odd written story, photos, and maybe the odd video. The hope is to get a website up and running very soon. So thanks for being patient. Until next time, I'm Daryl Smart. Thanks again for listening, and I will talk to you later.